Hello, you're once again welcome to my podcast. I am your regular host, the Lord's brother, Apostle James Sokpavi, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Hallelujah. In this episode, we have our brother again with us, Brother Brett Nazinski. I told us in the last time that our brother Brett will be a regular feature on this platform. Together, we are reaching out the world and saving lives. You know, the last time that our brother shared on repentance, we discussed on repentance. It's been so wonderful. And I thank God for all the listeners. I thank God for so many people that God has touched, you know, by the reason of that episode. And that is why we are here again. We have joined together to touch the world. We have joined together, walking from across Atlantic, across Atlantic to touch the entire world. That is what God is doing. You are all welcome to be a part of us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we give God praise. Today, our brother, we are going to discuss on a very important topic. You would delight to 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 you would delight to listen to that God has prepared us to discuss. You are part of the discussion. It's not really. Uh, it's not just a teaching session. It's a discussion session. We are discussing together with you. We are discussing together. We are fellows in the same ship. Understand that is what this interactive time is all about. Amen. And God will certainly bless you. Praise the Lord. And after that, enormous prayers will be prayed. But as you progress, you will see that the Lord is definitely going to touch your life. You are going to be a part and parcel of it. You will just see yourself in the midst of us discussing. We know in part, you know, we know in part. That the Bible says we know in part. So you are really welcome. You are welcome. If you want to be part of us, you give us a shout as well. We welcome you to be part of what God is doing right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. So, welcome to my podcast. I am your regular host, the Lord Brother, Apostle James Okpadi, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Uh, Brother Brett, you are welcome. Hey, <laughs> you are welcome to another session of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here. Yes, is the is it? Uh, in in the Bible says in Malachi chapter three verse sixteen, he said that they that fear the Lord speak often one to another, and the Lord heard them, and the book of remembrance mm. was so put unto them. Is it that they that fear the Lord, they often speak one to another, and the Lord heard them. I go open the book of remembrance. You know, as we are talking now, God has opened the book of remembrance for us. Amen. Amen. So, I we thank God for today another session. I we thank God for what God is doing with His people this time around. Last time we had a very wonderful discussion. It was an expositional, not topical. La, 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 last time was expositional. 
You see, the last time Brother Brett gave us an expositional teaching from the book of uh, from the book of the Gospel of Matthew, because he found out that he touched on so many things, starting from the character of John the Baptist. You know, John the Baptist came not wearing anything, just wearing a leather garment and not having food. But that didn't stop the word from coming to him. And then got into baptism, you know, got into the, the people, the ministry of John, and then got into Jesus coming to fulfill all the righteousness and then to submit to that baptism. And then from there, Jesus Christ was baptized with the Holy Ghost, which is very crucial. And then from there, we now moved on and then found out that after Jesus Christ was uh, baptized with the Holy Ghost, he came out and then Brabre connected every single thing. And then we went to, you know, how, how, how can we be strengthened? How can we receive repentance? Because the key for that day was, you know, repentance. You know, how we can get repentance. And then, then we moved down to, you know, moved down to, you know, Psalm chapter 51. Where then again run run again through. I just pray that everyone that is listening should go back to the podcast and then and listen to the podcast again in detail. Um, by the grace of God. You know, I, I, you know, you know the podcast gives us analytics. Perfect, you know. You know, in the in the analytics, the study in the analytics, so many people have listened to that your teaching. So, so many people have really been blessed. So many people have listened to that teaching in the analytics, you know, on that uh, on that repentance. And I believe God brought repentance to people. So, people of God, today we are going to discover, we'll continue in that way, like we said last week, you know, last last time. Then we are continuing in chapter four. And Brother Brett has a lot of things to talk. And in chapter four, the Bible says that immediately Jesus came out. Then he was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil so today we want mm. to discuss on that to be tempted of the devil so we're going to look at temptation we go through this as children of god we go through it you know this mm. is something that happens especially once you're anointed but before that you know, as I just uh, moderate, our labyrinth to comfort with what the Holy Spirit has put inside of his heart about this temptation. You know, temptation is what we go through. Temptation is what we go through. I have to let you know something. Temptation is no sin, but what is sin is falling into temptation. That's why Jesus said, and lead us not into temptation. But let me not just preempt it right now. So let us first of all and hear what Brother Brett has right now. So as we move again to talk about temptation, whatever you are going through, there is a power that will enable you to overcome. Remember, everything that we are going through, as you are hearing us, so many people are going through trials and temptation. But there is a power that will deliver us. There is a power that rules us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Brett. We just want to thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for the food in our belly, the roof over our heads. Thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for keeping us warm, Lord God, through this winter season. Thank you for everything that you place in front of us, Lord God. Thank you for the trials, Lord God. Thank you for the the things that we don't like to deal with, Lord God, because you give us a way to grow, Lord God. And we know that in the midst of our trials, Lord God, you're there. You're there to supply all of our needs. 
You're there to get us over the hurdle, Lord God. You're there to get us through the pain, Lord God. Yes. We know that through you, Lord God, all things are possible. Yes, we can do all things through you, through Christ who gives us strength. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we just want to ask you to fill up our entire bodies, our souls, our hearts, yes, our minds. Clear, clear anything, Lord God, and make room for a message, Lord God. Make room for deliverance, Lord God. Make room for everything that you're trying to do in our lives, Lord God. And we submit to you. We commit our lives to you, Lord God. We surrender. We ask you to remove and to walk with us, Lord God, as we walk with you and we journey in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you'll, 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 have to, you'll have to forgive me uh, because, you know, I, I do ask the Lord for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. But what does the word exposition mean? What does that mean? Well, exposition means to explain. It means to open okay. up. It's just like you are exposing. Okay. That exposition is the noun form ah. of that word, expose. You understand? Okay, okay. There's a denial form that yeah. when you are opening up something, you are unveiling. You are exposing. So you are exposing the truth one after the other. It's just like something made secret and somebody is making it open. So that is what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like the way it sounds. It sounds sounds wise. It sounds. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 <laughs> in, in, you know, in 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 Bible interpretation, you know what to call it is expositional teaching. You understand that? So it's expositional because yeah. you are opening one after the other. But today it's topical because we are picking one subject on temptation. Mm. Uh, so today is topical. Okay. So our audience now they know it's topical, but you see our audience you should know that what we do is that we give us guide and so that we can move in, receive at the same time, and then we we'll move on ahead. And then you have your studies and then you'll be blessed at the same time. Amen. Amen. I'm not making any promises. I'm, I'm not making any promises, but it might turn into a topical exposition. I don't know how it's going to go. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. But I, I you know, the, the literally everything you just said about you know the analytics and everything that's that goes on from the the last podcast that we did with the you know with the repentance and baptism and everything like that. It's so crazy that you said. You know, the more we walk with the Lord, the more the enemy tries to come after us. Yes. And literally, you know, last week, after recording last week's episode, uh, it sounded really good, everything you did. That, that episode sounded fantastic. Uh, and you really did. You did it beyond justice. That was awesome. And so, and just hearing what you said, the second that you started talking about how many people heard that podcast, it, 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 it made me, it made it clear to me why the word temptation was on my mind today okay. whenever, we, whenever I was talking to you okay. because the enemy's been trying to but the enemy's been coming after me all week you okay. know what I'm saying the enemy's been, been trying to come after me and that's what he does yeah. whenever 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 we start to make make a, a, a difference exactly whenever we whenever people when people start being pulled away from the word exactly. because of what we talk about the enemy doesn't like that he's, he's not having it but but I let him know by the blood of Jesus that I'm covered and I'm not worried about his sorry self. You know what I mean? I'm not worried about him. I'm really not worried about him because 
because God's grace is enough to get me through yes. my life. And all I need, all I need is, is the Lord by my side and to keep him there, no yeah, matter more, how bad it gets. Yeah, more than no it how bad it gets. That's right. And this scripture actually popped in my head as we were talking about temptation. And it's out of 1 Corinthians. It's one of my favorite scriptures. And okay. uh, a lot of people in the world can relate can relate to this scripture because uh, it, it's been said before just in different contexts. But a lot of people don't even know that this is right out of the Bible. You know what I'm saying? People say things like, you know, God's not going to give you more than you can handle. You know what I mean? That's, mm. And people say, well, what, is that, what does that really mean? Mm. Well, you can find the answer in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Yes. And in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it re- Paul really breaks it down here when he's sending it to the church at Corinth. And he says, no temptation has overtaken you. He says, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man, which means there's nothing that you're going through that somebody else hasn't been through before. No matter how bad it seems. Yes. You know, he's saying, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. Yes. He says, but God, but God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Yes. He's saying, not only, not only can God remove it from you, He's gonna, he's gonna give you an escape. He's gonna give you a way out. He's saying, just hold in there, just hold on, just hold on. Don't, don't react. Don't backslide. Don't go back to your old ways. Remain in repentance. Yes. Remain in repentance. Yes. In the middle of your trials, and God will see you through to the finish line. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. Thank you for everything you're doing in our lives. We want to thank you. We want to thank you. We want to thank you, and we want you to please just touch this word. Um, you know the, the enemy. He comes after us through the world. He yeah. comes at. He came. He came. He came after Jesus through the world. You know what I'm saying? He came yeah. after Jesus in the world because that's his playground. You know, and I say it, it's a playground because he all he does is play games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not. He. he it says he approaches us like a roaring lion. It doesn't say he is a roaring lion. It says he's like a roaring lion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seeking whom he may devour. Yeah. And he, he's not going to devour you if you're a child of God and you walk in the blood of Jesus. If you go around professing the name of Jesus, just know that the Holy Spirit has got you covered and he fights your battles with legions of angels when you call on his name. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It's what God, who God is. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It's who God is. Yeah. Don't you understand that? Nothing can hurt you. Nothing can touch you. Nothing can get in the way of your destiny, yeah. of your resting place after you die. And nothing can mess with you. Nothing. It can, it can try. The enemy can try all he wants. But just know that even in the middle of that temptation, there is escape. And it's in Jesus Christ. But we uh, we finished last week. Uh, man, you know, we all go through it, man. We all go through it. And we finished... Uh, we finished uh, Matthew 3 last week uh, for anybody who um, got a chance to um, listen to that last podcast, the Apostle James podcast. Uh, my, my brother James did a really awesome job in uh, really breaking that down and putting putting the things where they needed to be and, and placing it together for everybody to be blessed. Um, that was really awesome. And I, I, like I said, I appreciate you for that. But where we started, where we ended was Matthew 3. So we're going to go... You know, 
I, I would say the word ironic, ironically, but I don't believe that any that this is ironic at all. I believe we're supposed to go through Matthew 4 because the word temptation has been on my mind all week. And this is about Jesus being tempted. And if Jesus was tempted, you know you're going to be tempted. I'm going to be tempted. We are all going to be tempted in this world. You know, we're not here. We're not here as Christians to walk a perfect life. You know what I'm saying? We're not here to walk a perfect life. We're here to walk perfected in Christ, not a perfect life. All we want to do is strive for perfection and strive to be more like Jesus every day. And that's it because he is perfect. And if we try and if we try to be more like him every day, man, your life will change. But in the middle of all that, you know, it's not going to come overnight. It's not going to happen easily. There's going to there's going to be trials. That's what temptation is. Temptation is a trial. It's a trial. And to, to go through a trial means, you know, it, in, in, a, uh, in a more of a slang term, people say, don't try me. Why you want to try me for it? Why you, why you try me? You know, why you try me? You know, that means like, what? Why, why are you trying to come at me? Or why are you trying to hurt me? Or why are you trying to try to do that? So to be tried is to be is to is to be uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable when someone tries you, mm. or whenever you're going through a trial. Mm. You know, it is it is it is uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good to mm. be tempted because it makes your spirit feel uneasy, unless unless you're easily given a temptation and that's where we want to draw you away from that's where you should want to be drawn away from you shouldn't want you shouldn't be easily persuaded or easily tempted you should test all things to make sure they're from god before you go towards anything that's right but in the middle of that um matthew 4 1 it says then jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil it says he was led up by the Spirit. It says the Spirit sent Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the Spirit. Or, 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 I'm sorry. It said that the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Mm-hmm. It said he sent him there to say, come on, we're gonna, we're gonna, let's go show the, the devil who's boss. Uh-huh. Let's go show the enemy who the king is. Uh-huh. Let's go let him know what's coming and we're going to laugh in his face in the middle of it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Let him know that, that he he doesn't hold any power like he thinks and like he's trying to put out to my people, my, all my children. My, my children are blessed because they follow me and the enemy has no say so in who follows God. Mm-hmm. So, and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, said he fasted. I, mean, I don't know about you, but I've fasted, you know, the most I think I've ever fasted with you know with nothing is like four days and that was rough <laughs> your body and that's like with no food no 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 something no no i mean just straight water for four days it was pretty it was pretty rough for me because your body can't live without salt you have to have salt <laughs> and so i started feeling like i was gonna die after four days you know but it's it's a jesus it's a jesus had fasted 40 days, 40 days and 40 nights afterward, he was hungry. It said Jesus was hungry. And uh, Jesus didn't even need Jesus, uh, Jesus was God in the flesh. He didn't even really need food to live, to survive. He could create bread out of nothing. And he did many times. He could he could literally turn anything into bread or anything into, into water or whatever. But he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, and it says he was hungry. So 
in uh, verse 3 here, it says, Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you're the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. So the enemy's trying to get Jesus to be, you know, that's the, where the temptation is. Says he came. I, and one of my favorite parts about the Bible is that it never capitalizes the name of the enemy. You know what I'm saying? I, I love that. Uh, like when you look right here, like when it talks of when the, when, when the word is talking about God, it'll say him with a capital H in the middle of a sentence or anywhere or he with a capital because you, we have to have reverence for the Lord, reverence for the Lord, reverence for the Lord. But the enemy, it deserves to be trampled on because he's nothing. He has no power. He holds no authority over our lives. And so yeah, whenever it says the tempter, it's all lowercase and I just love that because it, it just it, it minimizes the enemy to let us know like he's dude, just blow past that because he's nobody but tempter came it says now when the tempter came to him he said if you are the son of God command that these stones become bread really that's the best you got that's, that's, what, you, that's what you got he said, and then verse 4 but he answered and said Jesus said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So Jesus has given, that wasn't just, he wasn't just hitting the enemy with the, with the word, with scripture. He was also talking to us in that. That's why we're reading this. And that's why he left us this scripture, this text, this context, because it says, Jesus says, it is written. He says, it is written. Not just, I'm just going to declare this. It is written. My father had this written. Okay. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It says we shouldn't just live by our food. We shouldn't want to just let's just all go. Let's just go all go out to eat all the time. Let's just go spend our money on food and make sure that we our stomachs feel good so that we're comfortable. No, it says you got to live on the word of God. You got to eat the word of God. How many times a day do you eat? How many times a day does a person eat? <laughs> most, most, most people eat at least breakfast, lunch, dinner. So if you're thinking about the word of God, even if you're just coming to Christ, you know, you should in the morning when you wake up, talk to God, live by that word. The only way to live by the word is to know the word at lunchtime, at, on your job, at, on your lunch break. Pick up that Bible, read it, study it while you're eating a meal or skip a meal and just study the word at dinner time. Oh man, pick up that word. Have a nice conversation around your dinner table with your family or people that you love or your friends or your relatives, whoever. Pick up that word and eat it, live it. Let it be, let it dwell inside of you. Because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He comes to live with us. Jesus sent him to dwell among, God sent his son to dwell amongst us. So then it says in verse five here, then the devil took him, another lowercase devil, a D on the devil. I love it. I love it. <laughs> then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple. Then the devil, the devil was showing Jesus some things. The devil thought he was showing Jesus some things, mm. you know. And then he said, "If you're the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give His angels charge over you." So he, he tried to have Jesus kill himself. Is that what he wanted? He wants to throw him off the top of the, the temple. He wanted to throw him down. 
He said he set him on the pinnacle of the temple. He said, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you. And in their hands, they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. The enemy can't can't tempt Jesus. And I think he's starting to see that here, that he can't tempt the Lord. He cannot tempt. He can, he can tempt him, but he's not going to break him. Yes, it, it you know, got, we're all going to be. You know, you know what he's bringing across there is, you know, he's showing out that the, you know, the enemy doesn't have respect for any person. <laughs> you know, devil. That's right. He doesn't have respect. He doesn't have respect for any person. You see, so yeah. his interest is yeah. to derail because what he does with temptation is to derail. But as you are rightly saying. You know, as you are rightly talking about, because you began to talk about how we will overcome temptation. Because like from where you began, you know, when you began in First Corinthians chapter 10, you said there is no temptation that is taken up, but such as is common. Eh? The God that we will make a way to escape, that we may be able to bear them. And then, then we'll be, come back again to this chapter 4 of Matthew. And then you began to talk about how to be filled with the word of God. Because Jesus said, this is the only way that we can overcome it. You know, that is the solution That's of right. it. The devil does not have respect for any person. In fact, you know, it is temptation because it is not, you know, our way of life. You know, what he comes mm-hmm. here is to derail us, to take us into his captivity. You understand it? And you see, Satan does not go where there is no treasure. Why, why Satan, why the devil comes for this to tempt it? Because there is treasure. What there is treasure in you, then the devil comes after you. And he's after to derail. So that's why he comes to tempt. You know, Jesus said that the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So in whatever form that is coming, he has an intent. To steal the grace of God, to steal the joy, to steal our peace, to steal every single thing that we have inside. But like you're rightly saying, when we have the word of God, then we'll be able to overcome him. You know? But look at this. Amen. Let, let, let me just say one thing from that place there. From you know, you, you move on ahead. Because it, it, you, you say that it's going to be expositional topical, topical expositional, because it's in between that. <laughs> you see the key topic here you see the last week the key topic was repentance then the key topic this time is temptation and I want everyone to, that, that are listening to us to understand what we are bringing across you know from what our brother is saying so that you understand how to overcome this we have already said he has already said how to overcome it when you are in a, or at the dining table you are loaded with the word of God. On the road, you are loaded with the word of God. The enemy can never break you. Once you are saturated with the word of God. Amen. But why did the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. why do you think that Holy Ghost led Jesus to be tempted? You understand it? It was Holy Ghost yeah. that led him to be tempted of yeah. the devil. Yeah. And, and you know, God, God doesn't tempt us. Oh, go ahead. That God does not tempt us. The Bible says in the book of James that God does not tempt anyone. The Holy Ghost led him to be tempted of the devil. 
you know so we should learn something about it whenever you are going through temptation god has put you into a school it is a school so when you are Amen. going through when you are going through temptation you are going through the school of the holy ghost You get what I'm talking about? Yes. Every, every trial is a school. You see, look at this. Let me as you as you proceed. Do you know that that word temptation, the 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 word temptation there, you know the, that word temptation. There are look at the various meanings of the word there temptation. That word there is is a Greek word that the that is called. Terazo, terazo, that T E I R O Z O, terazo. It means to test. It means to scrutinize. It means to entice, discipline. It means to examine. It means to prove. It means to try. So you see, it was a school that Holy Ghost led him to. Temptation is a practical school. So whenever a child of God is going through temptation, you are going to a practical school that you can never learn in a theological school. You don't, you Amen. don't. When you overcome temptation, then you are going through a school. So Jesus, God led him to. So whosoever that is going through temptation, you are just in the school of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, just like our brother was saying, they look at the key to overcoming it. He says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Brother, that is it now. Amen. Yeah, go ahead. Amen. Yes. That, that, that's, a, that's a school that we all must graduate from. Yes, it's a school you know, we, we all, all graduate to, from. We all, we, we all have to graduate. It doesn't matter when you graduate. Is that you? But you have to graduate. You have to understand the importance on your yes. graduation. And you have you have to you have to to be able. I say the scripture all the time, James four seven. You know, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. And and to resist him is to re, to resist the enemy is to resist the temptation. Yeah. And you know we have to constantly resist that temptation. And you know just real quick, uh, Jesus. Uh, you know we were talking about we talked about this before how Jesus grew in stature. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Jesus grew. So Jesus, he wasn't just at his full potential his whole life. No, he grew in stature okay. all throughout his life. Yeah. And so I believe that the reason that the Spirit led him into the into the wilderness to be tempted was to build him up to make him stronger. Yes. So he could grow because the cross was coming. Yes. Because the cross was coming and he wanted to make sure he was prepared. Yes. And even even up to the cross he said, "Well, God, if there if there if there's no other way, I, I guess I, I'll do it." You know what I mean? But uh you know the cross was coming and it was necessary for Jesus to be strengthened and to grow in stature even more. Yes. Um, to understand the temptation and to see the temptation for even when he was on that cross in the worst pain of his life. And the worst pain that any human has probably suffered or been through, uh, because he was God. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. And I was just thinking earlier when you were, when you were talking, you know, um, as far as you know the enemy, uh, you know, why? Whenever 
we've talked about this before too about you know there's only two ways to live it's either you live by god's way or the enemy's way yeah and so but once you realize that the enemy is here to hurt you like the enemy all the all the look everything in your life if you look at your life and you examine it and you look at that thing okay you say you play music okay mm-hmm. is that from god or is that from the enemy Okay, well, depends on what kind of music are you entertaining. Mm-hmm. What kind of music do you play? Mm-hmm. You know, what are what are the lyrics? What are you really saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that'll tell you if it's from God or if it's from the enemy. Yeah. So if it, it but it, if if you're if you're if you record bad music and it has cuss words and foul language and uh, it's yeah. derogatory and things like that of that nature, if you mm-hmm. record that kind of music. And you and it's not and it doesn't meet the qualifications to be godly. Yeah. Then at that at that point you record music for the devil. Yeah. At that point you record music for the devil. That's Again, right. Because what you're doing is you're allowing other people to hear that and to be influenced and tempted to do the negative things that you're talking about on record. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And so at the end of at the end of that is the goal of the enemy. Since you're now recording music for the enemy, yeah. now you're living for him and he's there to kill you. So why would you want to do something for somebody who's trying to kill you? Get away from him. Stop it. Remove the enemy from your past, whatever Amen. it is, from your path. Yes. From the path. So that's all I want to say on that is, you know, why why follow that and why follow anything that's negative or, or from the enemy? Because it's it's not to kill you, it is to kill you, it is to devour you. So come live with God and listen to his word, fill up on that word, because the word is the our weapon. Our our weapon is the word of God. Yes. And the more you study the word, the more you can defeat the enemy because he's powerless when you put that word and you stack it up next to him. Yes. And you confess it over your life and your family's life and everyone around you. They, your family and your generations become blessed based upon the amount and, and the fulfillment of the word that you live in your life. Yes. The more you live by the word of God, the more you will see God in your life. Yes. And I want to see every sing- I want to see God every second of every day. Every second of every day. That's what I want. And do I, do I always hit it on the nail? No, I don't. Disclosure, I don't. I'm not perfect. I am not perfect by any means. I make mistakes all the time. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God, but that's the beauty of God's grace. That's and right. That's the beauty of, of growing. But you have to recognize a problem when it does occur. That's right. And that's the temptation. That's right. Whenever your your spirit is stirred up, you have to recognize that. Grab it by the horns and say, "No, nah, man, you don't. You don't owe me. You have no authority to rule yes. my life. That's I'm right. I'm a child of God. That's right. And I know what the Word of God says about my life. That's about right. Me. And I know what it says about you. Talking. I'm talking about to the enemy. The enemy doesn't have any authority. He just thinks that he does. So. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, when we when we know, understand who we are, and how can we understand who we are except that we have his word? You know, that's why that... That's right. That's why that the Lord Jesus always replied the, the, the devil. 
in each of those temptations, those trials, command that the stone be turned bread, say it is written. You know, we discover what we use to overcome the devil is the word of God. You see, Satan is commanded to respect the word of God. The devil has no option than to respect the word of God. We declare our stand based on the word of God. As you declare your yes. stand, what you are going through, you stamp your feet on the ground. It is a trial. And from like the scripture that you first read, every temptation is common. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, that you read, he said that it is common. In fact, the Bible still tells us, count it all your way you fall into all trials and temptation. You know, because it's what God uses to make us to become strong. You see, whenever you are anointed, look at the sequence. It has only been there for a child of God. Whenever the enemy is coming against you, you are going through trials and temptation, it is because there is something, something very unique that God wants to do in your life. The enemy wants to take it. There is something That's very right. unique that God wants to do in your life. Whenever God anoints you, immediately after the anointing, for example, you are giving an example of what began to happen this week. Whenever anointing comes upon your life, the next thing the devil comes is to tempt our life. Anytime God gives you fresh anointing, then the devil comes. Anytime that God bestows something upon you, then the devil comes. Look at what happened in Eden. The moment that God you know, created Adam, created Eve, put everything into their hand, put enormous resources into their hand. What did the enemy come to do? He came to steal. So you must stamp yeah. your feet on the ground because the enemy is coming to steal what God has given unto you. The devil understands it. The devil knows very, very, very well. You know, that the moment that he derails you, from the word of God, you go outside the word of God, it leads to death. That death could be separation of your relationship with God. So you must stamp your feet on the ground. And just like Brabre was saying, I said, I am a child of God. The devil, you cannot do me anything. You must proclaim it mm. just like Jesus did. Jesus Amen. said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. He took him again. Jesus declared again. Our battle battle of words. You must speak. You must stand your feet on the ground. I said, the devil will do me nothing. I will say, receive the devil and you flee from you. So when we receive the devil, he will flee from our life. He will get out of us. Look at what happened today to, to, to Joseph. When the wife of Potiphar came to tempt Joseph, what did Joseph do? Joseph, Joseph did not go there and say, oh, ma'am, no, not like this. Joseph left the clothes and ran away. You must resist that, therefore. So whenever the enemy comes, 
they will resist and that is the power of the holy ghost but i want to tell anyone that is listening to us today no matter what the devil has brought your way god is going to turn your stumbling block to a stepping stone in the name of jesus christ and god will indeed give you victory those mountains will be leveled the valleys will be filled and god will give you victory out of it hallelujah you are going to come clean out of it the word of god is there who prophesy the word of god upon your life eh? resist the devil as i'm a child of god <laughs> i'm blood Amen. washed you are blood washed your names your name is written in the love book of life and yes amen amen yeah what you were saying there uh you know jesus whenever he went to the word and he said it is written this is you know, like, he let god left us with that god left us with that he left us with that knowledge of that that the way to overcome the enemy is to use his word after verse six going into verse seven it says uh jesus said to him it is written again he said for the third time uh, this was the second time jesus spoke but he says it is written again you shall not tempt the lord your god mm. again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain yeah and showed him all all the kingdoms of the world and their glory and he said to him all these things i will give you if you will fall down and worship me and then jesus said to him away with you satan for it is written you shall worship the lord your god and him only you shall serve yes i, I mean i i and then it says then the devil left him and behold angels came and ministered to him yes so i i, I just kind of find that a little bit funny that the enemy was trying to convince jesus that he wasn't god you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like the enemy was trying that was trying to tell the son of god was trying to tell jesus that he wasn't god that he can give jesus the world well you know his, his father created the world he knows everything about the world and he doesn't need the world he's got heaven you know he's got everlasting life he's got the living water you right. know what i mean he is he is from everlasting so I mean, it just—I kind of find that funny that he really tried to go there with Jesus, you know. And but then angels said the angels came down and ministered to him because he had been fasting for forty days and forty nights. So you know that was kind of that was really the end of the temptation uh, right there. Was was that last? He tried to give him that last little thing. He threw like a hail mary, yeah. you know, like in football when they throw the hail mary. He tried to give one last little, one last little hail mary to try to get him. And Jesus just wasn't biting at all. Uh, and not only was he not biting, it, you know, in my, in right here, I'm reading the New King James, but in the red letters it says, "Away, away with you, Satan!" with an exclamation point. So Jesus was yelling at the enemy. Yeah. So not only. Not only to know the word of God and confess it over the word of God, but confess it exactly how you were saying earlier, with aggression in your tone. Yeah. You know what I mean? With passion, with passion behind it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Your, pour your heart out in the middle of your temptation. Get up, move around, jump up and down. Yes. Stomp your feet on the enemy's head. Yes. You know he has no say so over your life. 
And so if you're being tempted, if you're being pulled in a direction that you know is not for you, that you know is going to cause you harm, that you know is going to ruin some things, that you know is going to be hard to come back from, if you're being pulled in that direction, confess the word of God over it. Yes. You will be refreshed. Yes. Restored. Go back, go back to Psalm 51. Memorize that. Yes. You know, go back there. Memorize that word. Not only just read the word, don't just read the word in your times of trouble, but if you meditate on the word day and night, like the word tells us, if you meditate on the word day and night, you don't you don't even have to, to open up your Bible to confess the word because you have you the scriptures are in your heart. You live it. When you live it and you memorize the word, it becomes who you are. You yes. become you be Jesus really and the Holy Spirit will come talk to you through that word. God will communicate with you through that word, not just the reading of it or the hearing of it, but the memorization of it because it's inside of you. Yeah. Uh, you know, we are to be a reflection of the word. Yeah. You know? Jesus was the word made flesh. flesh. Jesus was the word made flesh and he dwelt amongst us. So before Jesus came, all we had was the word. All we had was the word of God. We had everything in the Old Testament. That's really all we had up until the New Testament came into play, which is the New Covenant. Yeah. And so, you know, all of that, that is the word up until Jesus came and the word became flesh. But that word, the whole Bible, just memorize it, meditate on it, get to know it. Man, it will... It changed my life, and I know if it, if it can, it, I'll I'll take ten percent of the change it's done in my life from where I was. You know what I mean? I'll take ten percent, but at, at looking at a hundred percent of the change that's happened in my life, it's a miracle. It's it's a miracle that I'm alive, even talking to you right now. And so I'm I'm just I'm just so happy. But it's because of that word. It's because of the word. It's not because something I did or something just miraculous happened in my life something miraculous did happen in my life but I, I God really spoke to me through his word and allowed the Holy Spirit allowed me to see the importance of making it my life and to never turn back because it's real and so once you start to uncover it and you realize it's real why, why would you want anything else in your life why would you want to live any other way because all the word talks about is how to live in abundance yeah, be set free to walk in freedom, to be yeah. at peace, to live forever. Who doesn't want to live forever? You know, who doesn't want to have everlasting life? I know I do. I know I do, and that's why I signed up. You know, that's one. <laughs> that's one of the reasons I signed up. That's one of the reasons I signed up because because I I I, I came and, and God showed Himself not by. Not by me tempting the Lord my God, yeah. but by me, by by me trying and praying, and, and and the Word has proven itself so true in my life, and so much Scripture has reflected into my life that I have no choice but to know and to, and to believe and to walk in it because I know it's true. Yeah. I know that His Word. I know that He will do everything He promises in this Word. And if you just look at a couple promises of God. If you look at a couple of the promises of God, man, you will find things in there that will change the way you eat. It'll have you saying, really, is this is this real? It's it's so it, it can be hard to believe because it's so awesome. Mm. 
God is so awesome yeah. that it, it's, it seems too good to be true. Yeah. You know, what I'm here to tell you as a living, walking, breathing testimony that it is true. And everything he says, he will make sure that it comes to pass. He doesn't, he, he now don't, don't, he's not a genie now. Now don't think you're going to, you know, snap your fingers and clap your hands and, and, and all of a sudden God's going to jump out of the sky on you. You know, and grant your wishes or anything like that. But when you pray, you open your heart to him and, and you commit and you submit your life and you surrender your old way of living, he will show you exactly how it really is. He right. will. He will. And in the middle of that, um, he will he will the Holy Spirit will wink at you along the way and he'll just show you he'll show you things that you never thought were even possible. And it's amazing. So then uh, after after the enemy left him uh, and the angels came. The angels came and ministered to Jesus. They ministered to Jesus, and they were hanging out with them, and they were just kicking back and like, "Hey, we got you. Don't worry about it. You've been fasting for forty days and forty nights, and let us let us take care of you. You, you know, you, you're you're the son of God. You know, uh, that's some pretty hard stuff you went through. Now, that's some pretty hard temptation you went through. We we got you now. We got you now. We know that wasn't easy. That was not easy." But you know, you know how strong you are now, and now you're ready for the real battle that's about to come. And that's, you know, unfortunately, that's, well, fortunately and unfortunately, um, that was the cross. But um, after that, it's a, you know, Jesus. This is where Jesus began his uh, Galilean uh, ministry. Hello, thank you for listening to this podcast. It continues in the next episode. It directly continues in the next episode. This wonderful interaction. We're going to see how from the temptation, Jesus of overcoming temptation, and then the the power of overcoming temptation, how he led the Lord into ministry, the strength that came upon it, and every other thing that follows it is just a wonderful time. And I know that God is going to bless you the more as you listen to that segment also. I also want to use this opportunity to remind us again about the ministry of our brother, complete Christian evangelism that reaches out to the needy on the street and everywhere, bringing hope to the hopeless. And then the website is completechristian.org. And then the podcast is uh, Kingdom Christian Podcast at completechristian.org. You will see wonderful testimonies that are in that place. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The discussion continues in the next episode. God bless you for listening.